Welcome back to another episode of the Startup Therapy Podcast. This is Ryan Rutan, joined by my partner, my friend, the CEO and founder of Startups.com, Will Schroeder. Will, look, man, I'm tired. I'm burnt out. I've been running this thing forever. Uh, I feel like I need a hard reset or I'm going to absolutely crash. What does a founder do in this case? Are you trying to tell me something, Ryan? <laughs> I Just answer the question. We'll get there. I mean take a hard reset. And I think, I think the, the challenge that we run into as founders is that we don't believe that we're allowed to even take time off. And, and today, I don't no. want to talk about just taking time off. Today, I want to talk about a hard reset sabbatical. Sabbatical will, is not will. a word. Children that listen to this show. T- <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you using such foul language? Yeah, right, right, right. All right. So before we get into this next topic, I just want to let you know What we talk about here is like 1% of the conversation. You know, really this conversation is going on all day long online at groups.startups.com where Ryan and I pretty much talk endlessly with founders about every one of these topics. So if by the end of this discussion, you like the topic and you want to dig into it a little bit more with Ryan and I, just head to groups.startups.com and we'll pick it up from there. So here's what happened. Uh, A few weeks ago, we're sitting in a founder group and, and uh, one of the founders was talking about having run their business for a really long time. It was like seven or eight years. And she said, look, I'm kind of at the point where I'm just fried, right? Yep. Another vacation is not going to change where yep. I'm at. Now, typically, you and I have talked about this. Typically, at this point, founders start looking for an exit, right? Yep. They're going to start to say, hey, you know, I, I think it's time to sell the business because I'm fried. I don't want to do this anymore, yeah. etc. Not because the business is ready, because they're done. Because because they're because they're ready, yep. right? And she says something interesting. She says, "You know what? I love my business, right? Like I I, I don't want to sell it. I don't want to get out of it. I just need to not do it for a while." Yeah. And she said, "What does that look like, right? I mean, specifically, what does it look like?" We looked around the room, a lot of blank faces, because right? <laughs> no one ever talked about this before, right? And I said, "Huh? You know what? Let's dig into that. Let's talk about what a startup sabbatical would actually look like." what it would take to do it, how to pull it off, what, it, what the consequences could be, what to do about that, and what it buys us. So I think, let's dig into that. Let's talk about, first off, uh, Ryan, as you think about it, what are some situations um, that, that you've been through or you can think of sure. where it's, it's beyond vacation time? Like it is, we need a whole other pill. Yeah, yeah. So I... We start with with ancient history and, and work forward, but and these weren't exactly sabbaticals. These came between exits, but I, I did experience significant amounts of free time where I my time wasn't spoken for, and I could just kind of think about whatever I wanted, do whatever I wanted, um, which led to some interesting adventures. Um, and I think that helped me from hitting a burnout point earlier in in my career, which would have been easily achievable had I had I not done those things. Uh, but let's go more recently. So, you know, uh, just a little over a year ago now, uh, my, when my father had a stroke and I just needed to be there for him. I just had to be physically present. Um, I was, I was sort of his 24 hour caregiver for a number of weeks, um, until we figured out a better solution for that. And so I was for intents and purposes out, it wasn't a sabbatical, certainly wasn't downtime, um, and left me feeling more burnt out than work. Right. But it gave me the freedom to do that. Uh, so I think that's probably the closest thing that I've experienced to that in, in my later career. Um, 
with the exception of you know some of the things that I've done over the past few, which is you know first leaving the office in the first place um, and kind of you know geographically separating myself from from the team. Um, not a sabbatical, but definitely and, and specifically for me, my personality, um, you know, being a bit of an introvert who extroverts well when I have to, um, not being in the office environment where there's all of that activity, all of that, I mean, just noise to some degree and, and distraction um, had a big impact on, on my life. Now, again, not a full sabbatical, uh, not even close, but it, it was, uh, gave me some of that relief, I think, right? It gave me some, some sense of what that might feel like. Um, but really, you know, the, the situation with my dad was the, was sort of the closest thing that I've experienced to that, whereby I maintained my involvement and my observation of what was going on. Uh, but there were major stretches of time where my hands just weren't actively on anything. Um, and you know, hindsight being what it is, nothing blew up, right? Nothing completely broke, which was a good sign. Um, you know, speaks to the organization that we've built and the support that we had. Um, speaks highly of, of you and Elliot uh, as, as partners um, and, and being able to help carry me through that. But, um, you know, again, not a pleasant experience, but certainly a, a bit of a litmus test for what that might look like, you know, that lasted uh, about a month. Let's come back to that part, right? Because yeah. I, I want to come back to the mechanics of it, of, yep. of you know, what worked, what didn't work, yeah, what the structure sure. looked like, et cetera. Because I, I think there's a lot to unpack there. Um, but I think it's important to say, no different than maternity leave, right? You taking care of your dad yep. was not the sabbatical we're talking about, right? You know, yeah. no, no woman <laughs> goes on maternity leave and is like, man, that was refreshing. <laughs> it's the last words that come nope. out of somebody's mouth, right? Um, and so I think part of what we're talking about is uh, if you had taken the same time and you were on a beach somewhere or you're doing so, you're pursuing a passion of yours or doing anything else where you're kind of just putting hit points back, you know, kind of yep. you know, refreshing yourself. That's the one we're kind of talking about. Yeah. But you know, another factor of this, which I think is interesting, is we all get to a point where we're burnt out on the business, sure. right? It's just kind of natural. It's like anything else. You do it long enough and just like you, you get fried. Yep. But where I get nervous is what if that starts to set us down a path where we're trying to separate ourselves from the business, right? Or put ourselves in, a, in, in the wrong position just because we're afraid to, to disconnect, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I think that's a challenge too. And we see it a lot of times, you know, with the founders we talk to. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting. Like, I think when we dig into like what ties us to those, some of it's just an emotional attachment to the business where, um, you know, there's this sort of weird codependency where we've talked about this before, where we don't know how to exist without it in that moment. Right. Right. And I think that's a big part of it. Um, you know, some of it's letting go of decision-making. There's, there's a whole lot of little things that are going to feed into this. I can't take more than a week away from this, or I can't take more than right. a long weekend away from this, or I can't take more than a Friday off. Right. We, we, we do these things to ourselves as founders. And I don't know that there's always a lot of validity, uh, particularly at the stage that we're talking about. This is not, you know, four months into your business, right? We're not saying like, okay, cool. You just launched your first landing page. Time for a sabbatical, right? I, maybe I don't know what your life right, looks right. like. I hope I hope that didn't drain you that much. If it did, you might consider another career. Uh, <laughs> time will tell. Um, but we're talking about, you know, generally speaking, businesses that have been around for a while, founders who have achieved some level of success, um, uh, hopefully, and and you're in a position where 
the only thing that's really stopping you from being able to take that time away is probably you and right. maybe some you know subtle process tweaks and, and, and things like that, right? Uh, and we'll dig into that. Like you said, we'll, we'll come back to the mechanics. Uh, but I think that the, you know, the strong distinction here uh, between a sabbatical and and the and a vacation is the is the duration, right? And it's sure. really being able to go and unplug um, and to know that that's that, that time kind of stretches off before you, um, but also tempered with somewhat of a sense that like you may not be completely detached either. I think the sense is when we go on vacation, we're supposed to completely unplug, right? We're supposed to just right. not think about the business at all, not touch anything, not respond to emails, not pick up our phone. Um, whereas I, I think with, with the sabbatical, uh, at least possibly, and again, I don't want to get too much into mechanics now, but I think that you can maintain a, a thumb on the pulse of the business while not actively participating in it in the way that you normally do and, and create some healthy space for yourself, um, and, and allow some things to happen that just can't happen in the duration of a vacation. You know, I, I know you struggle with this too. Vacation for me, I, I would, I would honestly rather just like do two weeks of, of, you know, light work than I would a week of vacation. Yeah, I'm get uh, it. Because I get it. I never really feel like I actually disconnect. And the, the, the period ends up being so short about the time. Like I feel like I'm decompressing. It's time to go right back into the compression chamber. And now because I've taken an entire week off, I feel that pressure even more. So I think that, you know, that when we start to think about what is a sabbatical and, and what, what are the conditions to really make it work, um, outside of all the mechanics that, you know, allow you to be away from the business, but what will actually allow it to achieve the, the stated mission. Um, it's about not having those, those pressures reintroduced and, and really having time to truly decompress. When I think about it, when I fantasize about a sabbatical, I think about going and doing something else for like six months. I'm just making up a time yeah. period, like six months. Where I have a project for you. There's, there's like a house that needs to be built. You know, maybe you'd focus on that for a while. Yeah, that, that that'll probably happen. Um, and, and that's that's I think about it in those terms, right? I think about it like you know, right now as you mentioned, I'm building a new house, and um, and we're building from scratch, and I'm very involved. I architected the house, you know, I designed the house. Yeah. Um, and I want to go build it, right? Yep. And so to me, a sabbatical because in this dumb fantasy, I'm somehow working harder than I would at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yep. literally getting up every day, um, going to the job site and getting covered in sawdust all day. Like that is my fantasy. Just to be able to yeah. do nothing but build all day. But by the way, not forever. All right. Hey, yes. My dad was a carpenter, right? Yeah. And uh, I saw what doing it every day was like. It wasn't awesome. Not, <laughs> he was not as much back. fun. Yeah. It didn't seem like a sabbatical to him at all. <laughs> And so at some point, you know, your back sore, you, you cut up, you know, you're, you, you're exhausted. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. I've been sitting in front of a, a monitor for the last 30 years. And it's just been kind of my, my career in my life, right? Yep. Uh, all day, all night, all the time. And for me, I just want a, a way to shift out of this life for a minute. It's been a great life and I love it. And that's, that's the thing. But I want to be able to shift out of it go pursue something else for long enough that it felt like it was a different chapter in my life. Right. I, yeah. I, I think, Ryan, I think the difference there kind of like that, that big about face is a big part of this uh, because it allows us to invest in something else. And I think that's the important part. It's enough time to invest in something that 
you can forget about what was stressing you out. Does that make sense? It, it does entirely. And I think it's a, it's a major distinction here because the, the notion is on, you know, kind of the, the traditional, let's go lay on the beach for a week vacation. The idea is that you go from doing a lot of something that you really care about, right? We right, really sure. care about our business. We love it. But you go from doing a lot of something to doing nothing, right? And, and for me, that's never really worked. Uh, because I have an active brain and like, I want to be doing something. I don't want to be doing nothing. So I have a hard time with doing nothing, even though I know that maybe physically and mentally that is the best course of action for that very short period of time that I have to do this in. Um, so as we think about what happens over that longer frame, it's, it's about having something else that's meaningful to do that you really care about that will act as a positive distraction from the business. Because the biggest challenge I always have is that if there isn't something more interesting to do, I'm going to revert to the business, right? I could be in the most beautiful scenery in the world staring at it. It was in Tulum a couple of weeks ago, right? Staring out at world-class beaches and eating world-class food. And in the moments in between, you know, you know, wonderful conversation with my wife or if she wasn't around, I was thinking about the business. Like, how do you not? Because it right. is the most interesting thing in our lives. You bet. And so I think that's a big part of it is that there needs to be something else there to replace it. I, I think the idea of just like, well, I'm just going to take time off. Well, what the hell does that actually look like other than I think it's dangerous. boredom? Yeah, I think it's dangerous. Big time. Because to your point, what we're talking about is taking a sabbatical in order to replace our attention with something else. Yeah. Now that, that, that change in attention could be something that's just a lot of fun, right? Yeah. You know, maybe we're really into fishing or golfing or whatever we're into. Maybe we're really into, you know, spending time with our newborn and that's what we want to do for the next year, yep. right? Um, you know, there, there's all, all different flavors and everybody's got their own. In my mind, again, this is me uh, projecting personally, it's kind of a mini retirement right? Yep. I want to do what I would otherwise be doing in retirement for a short period of time. It actually benefits me knowing that I don't have to do this forever, right? Yeah. Because I could picture getting like three months into this and be like, dude, I'm bored out of my mind, right? Like, right. <laughs> and, and at really that point, you still have the option doing. to go back, right? Whereas, That's you know, once you're fully part. retired, um, then you end up doing the cliche retired guy thing, which is like, you know, well, now I'm going to start something new, right? I'll, I'll go back to the drawing board, right? Right. At, 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 55, 60, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go make something else now. I'm going to build something new simply because I'm bored. <laughs> right. Like, right. No. But, but I also that. want to talk about what I would want to accomplish out of that. Right. Um, for me, again, I'm, I'm, I'm using my own experience. And I'm curious about yours. For me, um, look, I've been at this 30 years. I'd like to go for another 30. I really love yeah. what I do. This is my dream yep. job, right? The so, fact that you and I just get to sit here and bullshit all day and you know, this is our job <laughs> is awesome, right? Yeah, I don't want to do less of this, um, but I might want to break from it from time to time. I'm sure you sure. would. Um, and there so I want to be able to, to kind of reset, get a fresh head, right? I want to be able to come back to the business like the first day we started this thing right? Yeah. With that level of intensity, with that level of perspective, right? Because right now, 10 years in, and I could have said this at any point in my career, I'm not as fresh as I was before. How yep. could I be? Right? No, you can't be. Like the, the, the first legit day I'm going to take off this year is on Friday because I'm coming out of surgery. <laughs> That's my day off, right? And, and it's I, not I, a good look. It's silly, right? It's, it's not a good look, man. Um, when you think about taking that time off, whatever that sabbatical looks like for you, what does it buy you? What, what do you hope to get out of it? Yeah, I mean, so there, there's a number of things. Um, 
and and I think that some of them do map back to the business, right? Some of it is like I want to regain the energy and and the vigor that I had that, that maybe I feel like I've lost because I've just been doing the same thing for so long that you know it's it's turned from a sprint into a jog into a walk. Right? Yeah, I want to yep. go back to sprinting at this thing at times. Yep. Um, and and things come along that do that that don't require sabbatical, right? Interesting yep. new client, great new project, you know, fun new product. Uh, like with Founders Group, right? That in, reinvigorated all of us. Yeah, right. I think so, it it sure. gave us something new and fun to focus on, and a bunch of new and incredible people to work with. Um, so that had that had that impact. Uh, but there's a difference there, right? There's a difference. It's kind of like using coffee to prop up your energy versus getting a good night's sleep. Great way right. to put it. You can That's do it. That's a great it. way to put it. You can do it, but there's a diminishing return, right? There's a diminishing return. And you're constantly then having to, to redose uh, to do that. And you don't necessarily have the same control uh, over right. that. Uh, whereas, right. you know, getting that good rest and, and actually coming back truly refreshed is important. But there are absolutely things that have nothing to do directly with the business that I would also uh, assume I want to accomplish. You know, I haven't, like I haven't given this that much thought. Uh, I've been really wanting to do uh, more around the meditation practice. It's one of sure. those things that I've dabbled with and and I've had periods where it was going really well. It's just never stuck in the way I wanted it to. Um, and so really just carving out like major time to do that. Maybe go and do a 10 day silent retreat somewhere, right? Which I just feel like if I wasn't, if I was knowing that I was going for 10 days of silence and then immediately coming back to work, that wouldn't work. It just yeah. wouldn't have the same impact. I know that I'm going to go from this state of like, very, very low compression to immediate like great know, diamond level recompression. Yep. Um, yep. Jiu-jitsu, right? I would love, I would love to spend some serious time on this while I still have the physical shape and wherewithal to do it, right? My, my, my years are numbered in this sport. I can't keep you doing bet. it forever, but I would love to level up a couple of times. I would love to do some traveling and, and uh, you know, with, with, you know, going to other gyms and, and, you know, working with other experts would be a lot of fun. Um, there are some fun adventures that I want to do with my kids. But again, if you're, if you're still, you know, attached by the umbilical cord to the business, you don't get to sink into those things in the same way. I, I liked your analogy that, you know, I want to do some of the things I would do in retirement now. Um, and I think that's an important kind of distinction and way of looking at it, which is to say, like, I want to be able to do this for a week or two. I want to be able to do this for an extended period of time. I want to really be able to, to, to sink in and soak up some of these things. And for me, it wouldn't be a singular experience. Um, it would be a blend of a, of a number of things that I think would thoroughly, physically, mentally, and emotionally distract me from the business but not just with the the objective of that distraction. I would do these things for the value that they bring in their own right. I get that. I get that. I appreciate it. Well, let's talk about how to pull it off. <laughs> let's talk about All how right. we actually get it done. Yeah. Uh, Cause maybe by the end of this podcast, you and I can both quit for a while. I, I was gonna ask like, going we, really well. Uh, should should we warn up. the staff? Should I send a Slack message or an email or something? Like <laughs> by the way, at the uh, at the top of the hour, Will and I will no longer be working here for an undetermined period of time into the future. Or Elliot's head just exploded. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. He hasn't been responding on Slack for like an hour and a half. He may already be gone. He may already uh, be on sabbatical. I, He's got a head start. He, he, he caught wind of it early, smart guy. Um so so what is it uh what is it going to take for us to pull this off, right? You know, what are the mechanics of actually making this happen? And I think that it starts off with, actually, I would say this. Tell me what you think about this. I think it starts off with being crystal clear that this has to happen, Yeah. right? We can get into all the mechanics of making it happen, yep. but, but the biggest impediment is you. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Right? 
until we get on the other side of this, you know, mentally as as a founder in the company and say, you know what, like this isn't an option. Like sometimes vacations feel like options; they can get put yeah. off, etc. But like I said, I'm going into surgery in two days. That ain't an option, right? Like no. I know that has to happen, right? I need to have the same certainty um, in my mind going into this that I have about that surgery. Like it has yep. to happen. It, it is going to. It's it, it's a cause and effect of my health. And there's no way around it. Right. Because I think if we're half-baked when we approach this, it's going to get treated as such. And more importantly, it's going to wind up getting withered down to basically just another version of vacation, which is worse. Because then all we're doing is prolonging the problem. And we've kicked the can and it doesn't really help. You know what I mean? No, it doesn't. Doesn't yeah, kicking the can is exactly what you're doing. You're just delaying the inevitable at that point. Right. You're you're buying yourself a temporary reprieve from a, a sentencing at that point. You know, by the way, I just want to mention if what we're talking about today sounds like the kind of discussion you wish you were having more often, you actually can. You know, we're online all day, every day, working through exactly these types of topics with founders just like you. So any question you would have or maybe some problem you just want to work through, we're here and we love this stuff. And we're easy to find. You know, head over to groups.startups.com and let's just start talking. Right. So, okay. So mechanically, let's walk through what this thing has to be. Here's what comes to mind for me. First is I've got to admit, like I said, that this is an absolute requirement. I have to present it to myself, uh, my family, you know, whoever else that needs to be kind of in my corner to make sure I see this through my partners, if I have any, um, and to be able to say this has to happen. Right. Yep. Second thing is I've got to convince myself that this thing can run without me for some period of time. Not an easy discussion. No. And I, I, I gotta tell you, man, in my experience, it didn't work, right? I had this thing where, this is a bad example, but I'll, I'll throw it out there anyway. Um, I'm in Columbus, I'm running all these companies. I decide that I'm gonna start a couple of them in Los Angeles. So then I moved out to Los Angeles, leaving the, a couple of companies running here in Columbus. And, you know, I was gone for like five years. This was not a sabbatical. I was like, I'm just out, right? <laughs> that goes from running to running wild yeah. uh, you know, in about year two. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so it didn't go well, right? Things deteriorated. Actually, it took a few years. I actually, if I look back on it, now that, I, now that I say it out loud, that actually went way better than I would have expected yeah. it to go in current yeah. terms, right? It lasted for years. You the part about returning. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, but the companies more or less ran with you know, separate management that we had installed and all good people. And, and I wasn't trying to come back. I was trying to go do other stuff, right? right. And, uh, but given enough time, right? Things started to get a little problematic. Yeah. And you know, eventually I came back to what was essentially a bit of a shit show. And, uh, and again, that was my fault. You know, I, I, I just left and I said, hey, you know, I'll come back when I come back. And no surprise when I eventually came back, things weren't what they would have otherwise been. Right. But had I been more deliberate, had I been more intentional and said, I'm going to be gone for exactly six months, you know, it could be a year. Right. The time right. period doesn't matter, but the expectations matter. Yeah. I, I think setting the time period matters. I agree that the, the time is period itself is, is arbitrary, but yeah, the expectation matters a lot um, because it allows you to, to put some rails around it, right? Not just yeah. in terms of the time that you'd be back, but what should happen within that time frame. Right. right. If it's completely amorphous, then it's like, well, what should we do while you're gone? Not fail. Right. Like that's <laughs> not a clear enough directive. Um, grow. Right? Okay. Cool. By how much and by when. Right. So I think right. that yeah, putting 
putting a time frame on it would be extremely helpful. So, so let's let's give it six months. You know, six months is a fairly long time to be away from yep. a startup. I think we would all agree with that. You know, it doesn't matter if it's a year, it doesn't matter whatever. Let's just use six months because it's long enough that if shit was going to break, it was probably going to break within that time period. Yes. First option we've got is we essentially take all of the things that we do to the extent that we can and promote up other people in the organization, right? Yep. Um, for me, I've got, uh, I'm our CFO as well. Uh, I'm our copywriter. I actually have a lot of jobs. Um, I do a little bit of marketing. Uh, I do stuff like this show. I, I write our content for the newsletters. I, I'm not trying to say I do so many things. What I'm, what I'm pointing out is there would be a lot of things that I would have to find someone to handle, Yep. but they could. Yeah. Right? The good news is we have the some ones, right? And I right, think that right. most organizations where you're considering something like this in, in seriousness um, would have that. Right? Right. I don't, I don't, again, like, I don't think, it, you know, if you're, you're the, <laughs> when go the, the really extreme case, you're, you're the, you're the solo founder uh, with no team. Um, I don't think you're thinking about a sabbatical at this point, right? If you are, that's, um, that's, totally that's called quitting, right? not, <laughs> not a sabbatical. But here's what's kind of yeah. interesting. I love the idea of not trying to say who's the one person that can take over everything. No, no, no. But how can a handful of people, you know, whatever my resources are, take over pieces of it? And look, look, worst case, maybe I'm only be able to hand off 75% in the last 25% I have to be able to handle in some capacity. Yeah. And maybe if you take it down to 25%, not that much, not that much that work. That may maybe feel it's a day just a like a sabbatical, right? Yeah. Day a week or a couple hours every morning, whatever it is, right? Yeah. It's, it's going to give you that, that additional space that you need. Right, right. And so I love the idea, though, of saying, okay, everyone's going to take on a little bit more. Because what that also does, this is kind of like unintended consequence. Yeah. What if, what if those folks that I gave a little bit more to take it on? Cause it's only a, you know, a percentage jump in what yep. they're doing and they're just fine with it. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there going, well, what the hell? Why didn't I do this like five years ago? <laughs> like why did I wait until now? <laughs> and, and I think it gets interesting because I think if, if positioned right um, and our intentions are right, it gives everybody else the opportunity to level up in areas yeah. where you are maybe getting in the way a little bit, you know, from them yeah. being able to explore those opportunities. For sure. You know, it's funny, we never think of ourselves in this way, but we do this all the time. I mean, in, in most startup organizations, you're going to have periods where there's staff shakeups, right? Where somebody right. leaves um, or we have to let somebody go, uh, or whatever it is. And when you're, when you're relatively small, especially early on in a startup, you're going to do this a lot where all of a sudden those duties have to get reabsorbed by the hive, right? That's just right. how it goes. Yep. Um, until you can bring somebody back in, if you bring somebody back in to replace those functions, we just never put ourselves in that same position and say, what if I did that to me? Right. right. And, and right. particularly, what if I do that to me temporarily? But to your point, um, doing it temporarily may lead to more, more permanence and not necessarily that you don't return to the business, but you certainly may find that you don't return to those things. If somebody else could handle those things and they're doing just fine with it, or in some cases, maybe even better than you were doing, good. That's a great outcome. Now right. figure out what the best use of your time within the business is going to be because now all of that shit is handled by someone else. That's a great outcome. I think it also gives you the opportunity to create some incentives around your sabbatical, yeah. not for you, but for everyone else, right? So in other words, if you had somebody that was the VP of something, right? Yes. And you say, hey, you know, this will give you the opportunity to become either, you know, senior VP or let's say, you know, C-level of that same role because you'll be able to take on some of these responsibilities without being yep. fully tossed into it. Well, that gets interesting. Um, 
if you if on the other hand you say, hey, you know what? I'm actually going to create some financial incentives, right? Yeah. Assuming everything kind of stays on pace, this is what it's worth to me to uh, to to maintain that that's that exactly. structure, right? Um, Give yourself some time, right? I, I don't see any downside to that. Or assuming yeah. it works, right? Um, I think there there's an opportunity here to what I'm going to call test the void. Yeah. What is the void when I step back, and how can I test that theory? Right. Sure. That, that maybe there is enough here to fill it in. And here's what I would say. What if we find out? What if I find out? What if you find out that 75% of your job doesn't absolutely require just you? Sure. Like it doesn't just have to be Ryan or Will. Right. Someone else can do it. Right. That's a lot of opportunity. That alone yeah. is worth taking it. Exactly. Right? For both sides, for the people taking on the work and for the person uh, offering it. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. Um, you know, as you as you start to look at that, and the other thing to, to consider here is that I, I think that when we think about this in terms, most of us have not done this, right? So we haven't done a sabbatical. So I think we we align it more with a vacation than it should be. And, and here's here's the point. Yep. In terms of like stepping into the void, you're also assuming that you have to step immediately into it. With a vacation, you have to do that. You go from being on to being off, just like yep. that. With a sabbatical, you could take if you're taking six months take a month to ramp it down and That's make sure point. it works. And if it doesn't stop, right? yep. <laughs> like there's yep. nothing stopping you from stopping this at any point. There's nothing stopping you from returning at any point. Now, hopefully you, if you don't simply come back, um, you know, for the wrong reasons, right? You don't pop back in simply because you, you can't handle it or you don't have the trust or, you know, you, without some real signals that like, there's actually stuff going off the rails here. You need to come back and fix it. By the way, maybe fixing it takes a week and then you go back to the sabbatical, right? Yep. It's that, that, that can happen too. But I think the idea that this is a binary switch that we flip and suddenly I go from, you know, leading the company to being on sabbatical and being irrelevant, probably not the right way to look at it. I think it's interesting you should say that because a big part of this is what we're ideally setting up in my mind would be in case of emergency break glass situation. Also, right? right. Yep. Right. And so, uh, look, we're going to create enough friction, if you will, so that if some things get like become minor problems, um, by all means, we take the hit, deal with them, you know, client leaves or we have some service interruption. Yep. <sighs> it's going to suck, but you know, it's probably going to suck anyway. Um, right. And if I were there, I'd solve it 20% better, okay? Um, but if something major happens, right? Like we get a, a class action lawsuit level against us. I'll yeah. probably wouldn't need a phone call on that one, right? Like I'll probably <laughs> want to know about yeah. that, right? Yeah. Um, or if, if, if a major person leaves the company, right? Um, right. There are, in case of emergency- One of the people you left in charge of some of your duties, right? Like that would yeah, be I mean, something I mean, kind of on, important. Man. Like, Otherwise, it becomes a telephone game, right? I passed this to you, and now you're leaving, so you passed it to them. Like, this ends poorly. And here's a great point. I think you talked about this once before. You said, um, when you do go on vacation, right? Let's say you don't check in. Let's say you, yeah. you take like five, six, seven days. This is unfathomable in my mind, but I hope the hell other people are doing it. And, <laughs> and you come back, and you've got a ton of email. You've got a ton of Slack messages or whatever your team system is. You know, whatever your messaging system, whatever you got, right? There's a stack of it. Yep. Here's how I go through it. I go through the Slack messages. I just scroll to the bottom and I see, are people using swear words at the bottom? If so, I probably need to scroll up and read the rest of what just <laughs> yep. happened. And if yep. everybody's yep. high-fiving, yep. doesn't really matter. Right. don't need to be there, right? Right, exactly. I go through my emails and I look for anything that has like an exclamation point uh, in the subject line of somebody I know. Right. And I just sort, I just jump to the ones that are seem to be the most pertinent, right? Yep. 
And, and what I equate that to is, wait a minute. I just took what was the equivalent of like an hour, hour and a half maybe to just yep. get to the point of what would have otherwise consumed 60 hours. Yes. Right. I mean, some of you look at that and goes, man, what a waste of 60 hours. Right? I think we, we have talked about this before and it was really around time management, which is sure. the topic today, but um, it, it's related. And these are the type of things that lead to burnout um, is having bad time management. So there are a lot of things that we do in our day that if you just don't do them, there aren't really any consequences. Solve themselves. And I think that's really what we're talking about here is right. what are the consequences of you not being there? Are, are they as severe as you think? Highly unlikely, no. But of course that depends. Like, like you said, there, things can come out of the blue, right? Class action lawsuits, somebody leaving the company, massive new client, right? It doesn't have to be yeah. something bad. It could be something yeah. really good, but that requires some steerage on, on your part, right? So there are a lot of conceivable situations that could come up that could change that. Um, but presumably with a good team in place, right? You not being there isn't going to have dire consequence, right? So differently, if you are that critical to the business, you probably haven't built the team in the way you should or built the business in the way that you should have. But actually, maybe that's a step toward that, right? Exactly. Maybe, maybe the business can't sustain without me. I'm just so critical yeah. to it. But maybe this first sabbatical, now I'm suggesting there's more than one. Wait a second. Wait, oh, oh, I know, crazy dog. <laughs> Serial sabbaticals? I mean, yeah, now <laughs> this is getting heretical. Maybe the first trial sabbatical is a month. Yeah. Right? And the idea is, yeah, I'm going to give everybody kind of uh, their actions and kind of what they're responsible for. And I'll, and I'll be back in a month. We're going to give this a shot, right? If it works, we'll have bigger conversations. But yep. it also doesn't need to be a one-time event, total cold turkey event, right? Right. And so to your point, unless I'm going on an island like Tom Hanks, right? Uh, we have castaway <laughs> style, you know, yeah. where, where it, I can't be found. Um, if shit goes wrong, you dial me back in, right? Yeah. If, if, if something goes that bad, you call me back in. It reminds me of like parents that have a babysitter. And if the kids get violently ill in like the five hours you're trying to have time with your spouse, yeah, guess what? You get back in the car, you go back home, right? Yep. Wasn't the way you'd play in the night, but that's the way it plays out. I think we're so terrified that the one moment might happen that we don't get the night out at all. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And I think that's where it blows up. It does. It does. And again, like this is, I mean, some of this is just an, an emotional, psychological attachment to the company. Um, some of it's ego and just thinking that we're that important that we can't yeah. possibly be replaced. Like all of these things exist and they're not easy to unwind. Uh, but I think if you start to look at the value of this, again, if you're at the point where you're considering this, um, consider the consequences of not doing it as well. Great point. Right. And that's what we're not talking about right now, but the consequences of not doing this, you know, you and I have seen, you know, some bad outcomes from this. We've seen you some bet. rash decisions. We've seen a lot of things happen, you know, to, to some degree, think of this as, as halftime, right? Think of this as a way yep. to, to be able to come back and play the game the rest of the way, right? Regroup, re-strategize, re-energize and, and come back at it again. Um, because otherwise you may have to make other decisions that, that are significantly more drastic. Now they may come with uh, a potential exit attached, but is it the one that you wanted? Is it the one that you needed? What are right. you going to go and do next? Right? Like right. if you don't have a plan for that, then is selling the company just because you can even the right move. Agreed. Um, and, Agreed. and that's, that's a, that's a whole nother episode, right? To unpack that decision. But I, I think that we, we need to be very, very cognizant of what the cost of not doing something like this is. Um, said differently, like burnout's real um, and it has major impacts on the business, on your health, 
um, on, on the morale of the team and the health of the team. And, and so these things cannot simply just keep being stuffed down and stuffed down and stuffed down until you get to the point of breakage, uh, because then you lose the optionality at that point. If you wait until you absolutely have to take, like you're forced into sabbatical, not going to go as well. Right. You yeah, won't it's, it's have that time anymore. to ramp down. Um, the, the minute your doctor is the one telling you that you got to take time off or move to a different climate, um, you've already gone too far. Right? We've, so, we've been there. Yeah, exactly. Quite literally. It's an interesting notion. Um, and, and I think that um, hopefully this becomes, you know, an interesting conversation around this. Um, I, I guarantee that I'm going to bring this up in my next founders group and, and see kind of what, what people's mindsets are around this. Most of my groups are fairly uh, early stage. And so right. I think this will be kind of a, a more of an in the future kind of thing. But it'd be interesting to plant the seed and, and also to kind of hear at the earlier stage, you know, before they're really feeling the, any, any signs of burnout. And then some of them are feeling some burnout, but they're probably not in a position where they can take a sabbatical. Um, I'll be curious to see what the pushback is at the earlier stages. I, I know that I know what your pushback and mine is likely to be. Um, but as you're kind of projecting that into the future and saying like, well, what would this look like in, in three years if I wanted to do this and how might they make different decisions about the business and the team that they bring on and, and how they, you know, do they go more matrix, uh, organizations so that they could do something like this? I mean, could you start to actually plan for this and build for it at a significantly earlier stage before you're even ready, willing, or capable of doing this? I agree. And I think there's... If we look at the pros and cons here, if you, as we're playing it out, the pros, to be able to kind of reset ourselves, to be, be able to, to come back and build our business even bigger if that's what we choose, or enjoy our business again, or like you said, get the fresh legs in the business, yep. are so incredibly big. And the cons say, look, look, there might be a case where I have to get called back in. There might be a case where, you know, this thing runs off the rails a little bit and I got to dive back in. Frankly, if that's the worst that could happen, but the best that could happen is we get a whole yep. new lease on life for our business, for ourselves, for our families, and we get to restart everything that we're doing. Isn't yep. that worth risking everything for just a moment to see? All right. So that was fun. But let's actually keep this conversation going. You've heard what we think about this, but you know, Ryan and I would really like to hear what you think. And we're online like all day long, pretty much talking about every startup topic you could think of from fundraising to customer acquisition to just really how to get all of this crazy startup stuff out of your head. And there's tons of other founders just like you. They're weighing in on these topics. So you'll get a chance to just hang out and meet some really smart founders. We're also super, super easy to find. You head over to groups.startups.com and let Ryan and I hear what's on your mind. Let's get to know each other a little bit, and let's just start having more of these conversations.